Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We got the billboards. Getting stupid and feeling proud. We're going to make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Johnny O'Mara. Hands up for them real ones. Them good girls and them billboards. Hands up for them real ones. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bill Buds Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Mr. JPC, and with me, as always, my co-host with the mo-host, Mr. JJO, Johnny O'Mara. Johnny, how is it going? It's good. It's good. Living life large. Yeah. Living, laughing, loving. Just well, Johnny, I'm, I'm, ple- I'm pleased as freaking pissed to hear that. I, I, uh, I love that for you. I'll tell you, when this episode comes out, sure, it'll be right after I've gone to two weddings in one weekend. So there's a non-zero chance that as people are listening to this, I will have the novel coronavirus. You got to get it eventually, Johnny. Nobody wants it, but now uh, eventually, uh, you know, that, that the old man death comes for us all. I, for a long time, have been saying that I'm trying to 100% this thing, not get it. Um, so far my track record's pretty good. You made so it, gonna... you made it farther than me, but it would be very funny if you only made it slightly farther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. Uh, the, well, I hope you don't, but here's what I do hope, Johnny. I hope you have a wonderful time at those weddings. Thank you. Here... Now, let me, let me ask you two weddings in the same weekend, same outfit. You rocking that same outfit? No. Johnny, you have two are you, suits for both. Suits for both. And you have two different suits. I do. Uh, are these suits that you got specifically for these weddings, or are these just like you have you have a few different suits and you're going to shuffle up the rotation? I have, I have a few different suits, and I'm going to shuffle through them. And what's nice is that means that I can – because one wedding is here in Chicago. Okay. The very next day, wedding is in Vermont. Wow. So I can have my Vermont suit packed and ready to go. Okay. So I get home from Chicago wedding – basically shower and then drive to the airport the the that i mean that's that's working out great for you and i and i love that for you i'm i'm i am interested in in what we're talking about with these suits so what what color are these uh are these suits going to be they so friday it's going to be a light blue um love a light blue very good springtime summertime suit color uh uh-huh it's and it's seersucker which i love um Uh, and then the other one's just you know a classic gray. Classic gray. Okay, yeah, like my both, favorite type of alien. Both, I think, very good um, uh, warm weather suits. Some something that I experienced um, not a, a scant month ago was that I didn't really have like a summertime suit. Like I've got a mm. very like dark blue. It's so dark it's almost black suit. I've got mm. a black suit that I wear for like world news shows, and then I had like a gray suit that I think I bought for someone's wedding, and none of them were very like. They were all, they're all, I think, wool, but they're, they're not light. And so I had to get like a light blue suit um, or I didn't have to. I wanted to get one. And suits are expensive. It's, it's, they are, yeah. I guess in comparison to the other clothes that I buy, which are like, I buy things that are like $10 um, and tr- dress like I'm still in my fucking early 20s. But the, or, or dr- dress in like free shirts from podcasts that I have done or uh, friends' podcasts where they've given me a, a shirt for their show. So 
or free merch from old tech jobs that I used to work out. So it's basically those, those are that's my entire wardrobe. Um, so when I buy a suit, it's like, man, this this is expensive. I want to get some uses out of it. So I, mm-hmm. I it's always exciting when you have an opportunity to use the expensive thing that you're like that you bought and now you have that you just have to use. The suit, the gray suit that I'm wearing, I originally got for a friend's wedding. I was in the the um uh hold on. I just wanted to do uh, the clap because you mentioned friends. I feel like that's like a new thing oh. that I'm going to do on the show okay. now. It's like when you say friends, I either say like could I be any more wedding or I do like the Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll try. Well, I'll try and catch it for you too. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay. And then you just said you too, so I'll just say something like "It's a beautiful day." And yeah. then, like these are just new things that I've been trying to do to like spice up the show. I think people. So, want oh, spice! You, well, you said spice, so I'll sure. say spice up your life. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the show. The show will just devolve into like nothing gets accomplished because <laughs> we're too busy singing each other. Uh, I like it. Fine. Yeah. Same. Great. Uh, I was uh, uh, the shit we do now. <laughs> oh yeah, God! No one wants to hear about music. I was the uh, best man, so I got the suit for that. Wore the pants for my own wedding. Got a okay. different jacket. Oh, cool! I wear that. I I wear. I've worn that. My what I wore to my wedding to like three company holiday parties. Of course. Um, I'm wearing that gray suit again this weekend. I got the blue suit for my dad's wedding. I was going to wear it to a Key West wedding that we wound up not being able to go to because of the novel coronavirus. And I'm going to wear it to this one. So I'm I'm really getting my money's worth here. Dude, you're getting your suit's worth, and I love that for you. Um, I, I only have one more wedding. Uh, no, I, at a time of uh, release, I just went to a wedding last weekend, wore that blue suit, absolutely knocked them all dead. People were just coming up to me and saying, whoa, what a great suit that you have are, that you are wearing. Um, but I think, no, I have, I, have, I have two more weddings. Two more weddings this Jeez. season. That I'm to. A lot of weddings because, again, the novel coronavirus pushed a lot of uh, weddings back. But um, And we've decided anyway. we're just not pushing them back anymore. And and I do yeah people said fuck it uh, and I do think Johnny the I, I, are we at the age now where there are are we coming at the tail end like are we gonna have less weddings in the future have we already hit our like big wedding hump like wh- wh- where are, wh- I'm a 33 year old man like it, 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 I, I just I, don't know I think we're we've hit the the hump for first weddings and that's coming down okay. We're, I, I think that the, the tail end of the first wedding uh, hump and the start of the baby hump intersect pretty well. Sure, yep. Because these, these babies are coming out of the woodwork right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then I, th- I think pretty soon we're going to be getting to that second wedding hump, which won't be as big as the first wedding hump, I don't think, but we'll, Ye- be, we'll be getting there. I see. I still do have like, I still do have like a lot of unmarried friends, but I also have a lot of unmarried like single friends. So I'm like, you got to uh, start pairing them off. Dude, I, if, if, by the way, my nightmare, like playing matchmaker. If any one of my friends tells me they're single, what I say is good luck with that because I can't help you. That uh, Jessica's favorite thing Ugh. is to set people up. She's a she's a real pervert for this stuff. I I don't know. I mean, like, sure, if you if you're into that, go for it. But to me, that seems like for me, it'd be like psycho shit. Like, I I don't think anyone should get along with anyone. So I I don't I, when I'm like hanging out with my, my friend, I, the least the last thing I'm thinking of is like, who would you be good? Like, who would you be a good partner to? I, it just doesn't it doesn't like equate in my mind. Yeah. Well, I'll be the first to say Jessica's an absolute maniac. Um, 
And does does she have um does she have any good like uh success stories? Does she have like a good hit rate, or is she just like it because she's a freak? Because here's the thing: if someone was like, "I love setting people up," and I'm like, "Cool, like tell me your stats. Like what are your stats?" And they're like, "I've got I've ma- I have four friends that are currently married because I introduced them." I'd be like, "That's dope." She, I want to say zero percent success rate. I could be wrong, dude. But I'll tell you what. I introduced two friends, not even in a in a romantic way. I was just like, "Oh, here, you're my friend. You're my friend. We're all hanging out now. They're married now." So, wow. So Johnny's a little better at it. And he, he comes at it in a little I, casual way. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, and I didn't even want to. I said, "Don't do this." At their wedding, I stood up when they said, "Is anybody having?" I said, "Don't do it." <laughs> you know what my my ideal version of matchmaker would be. If I had two friends that I kind of didn't like hanging out with at Ooh. all, and then I just pawned them off on each other. <laughs> so smart. Unfortunately, I like all my friends, so that's like it doesn't really work out for me, but. You got to get some friends you hate, then you can get them out of your hair. I'd love to. You can maybe even hear on the recording Spaghetti just softly barking upstairs. Love to get her out of my hair. Love to pawn her off with some chick and be like, Spaghetti, this is Melissa. Good luck. <laughs> you two are. Is, Mo- is Melissa a dog or a person? Dude, as long as she's out of my house, I don't care. <laughs> she could date whoever she wants. Do you, do you ever imagine uh, who Spaghetti would wind up with? I think about that with Buster a lot. I don't know. I mean, I so I, the, the one thing is like Spaghetti goes out, right? Like on the town. She goes to the club. Yeah, she does. We, we take her on walks. And when we take her on walks, she sees other dogs. And there's definitely dogs that she likes. And there's dogs she don't fuck with at all. So it's like I do think about it in those instances when she just sees a dog and she just starts barking at it where I'm like – that that is not one that she would like be into. But there's some dogs where, where they're in your their yard, and she'll get like, I don't know, half a block away from the yard, and just start crying because she's so excited to see the dog. And I'm like, mm. so like Luna, she fucks with Luna big time. Like she just okay. cries and cries and cries when she sees Luna. But well, let's see who who doesn't. She, oh, Harley across the alley. She do not fuck with Harley across the alley. She <laughs> hates Harley across the alley. <sighs> see Buster has seen maybe like three cats in his whole life (laughs) and from afar too like through the way like when we lived in florida we had a like a sliding glass door and there was a cat that was just like an outside cat who they would just like sit on either side of the window and just kind of like stare at each other that was kind of nice um and yeah then he's seen like some cat food commercials and stuff (laughs) So Buster would end up with a cat from the cat food commercial. Awesome, dude, because that cat's probably got some money too. So Buster's kind of yeah, set up. Yeah. Or or uh, I mean more more likely he'd probably end up with like a squirrel or a bird. He loves those guys. <laughs> no judgment. Tweets their own Buster. <laughs> well, hey, we speaking of Busters, Johnny, the two of us Busters, we gotta get into what we're talking about today. And that is the 2000 Cat Weddings. Cat wedding. Uh, that is the 2015 album. Um, I, album mixtape. It's a mixtape, I think, technically, is what yeah. it is. Uh, by Kyle. And this is an album called Smile. And that's S M Y L E. Smile by Kyle. Um, interesting because I, I picked this for the show. This technically charted. It hit number 76 on the top 200. It was only there for a week, but hey, it qualifies. It's a technicality, but it was on there. Uh, 13 songs, 49 minutes and 32 seconds, released October 2nd of 2015. It's a mixtape. And I realized, I, I was like interested in this, so I was trying to look up the difference between an album and a mixtape. And I guess an album usually has like a more specific production element whereas a mixtape like 
every song on a mixtape can be done by a different producer. And sometimes I think it, it sounds like mixtapes – mixtapes have a, a richer history than this. But it sounds like mixtapes can be used to like get around paying people like for like the samples that they use or the production on them that it's like, oh, no, this is just a mixtape. But in a lot of ways, it feels like it's the same as an album. I, I always assumed a mixtape was also like not on a label. That's not always true anymore. That is not always true anymore. Like labels put out mixtapes for the marketing. Interesting. Yeah, there's there is there's a difference between them, but it's yeah. It's it's funny that you mentioned the sampling thing because like a week ago I was listening to Acid Rap, the Chance the Rapper mixtape. And I, an album that I listened to not too long, maybe a month ago. Did you listen to it on Spotify? I did. There's one track on there, Juice on Spotify oh. where they couldn't get the rights to something. So it's just a recording of him being like, hey, I really wanted to put this song on here, but we couldn't get the rights in time. Sorry. Which is a good song. And, and um, It's a great song. The, 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 all, I don't know how long that's been on Spotify because all the previous times that I've ever listened to that have been on SoundCloud. Because is, st- is, is that still on SoundCloud? I don't know. I, I, uh, I was to surprised to it. see it on Spotify because for the longest time it wasn't there at all. And you could only get it. Because he just like released it. I think if we ever review it on the show, we're gonna have to use the SoundCloud version because mm-hmm. that's that's the only place that I had ever found uh, acid rap. Yeah, uh, that's very interesting. And Juice is also a very good song. But we're not talking about Chance the Rapper. Well, we technically actually we will be talk about but... Chance the Rapper a little bit uh, uh, on this album. But Johnny, I got to know about Kyle. What was your experience? Have you ever heard of Kyle? Have you do you know anything about Kyle? Never in my life. Have I heard about him? Had any experience with him? First, I thought I thought I, I said to myself, the little kid from South Park released an album. Oh, Cartman? Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> this dumb motherfucker thought Kenny put out an album? Come on. He's dead. Butters. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I never I never heard of him. Yeah, I the I think that my first experience with Kyle was there was a a song that kind of blew up in 2016 with Little Yachty um called uh, I Spy and Kyle it's a Kyle Little Yachty song and I was like I don't never heard of Kyle and then I just started listening to like his other albums and this was one that I found probably in 2016 uh, the album came out in 2015. That hmm. man, it just really spoke to me. I, I think I, th- I found it in the summer of 2016, and it was like it's a great time to find it. It is a good. This is a good summer album, and I knew when the weather got warmer, I was like, this is an album that I definitely want to do. It's June, you know. It's we're, we're into the summer now, and I kind of want to kick it with this album. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I went back and listened to a lot of Kyle's other music. I, I really just kind of like enjoy his whole vibe and his whole aesthetic. Yeah. He's just kind of like. You know, young California guy, kind of nerdy, and he just kind of likes to have fun. And this this album feels like an expression of that. Yep, yep. I, I will also I'll say album instead of mixtape probably several times here because I don't yeah. really understand the distinction, so I'm not really interested in it. I would love someone smarter than me to tell me what it is. I, um, I, I did a little bit of research on it, Johnny, and it did seem like it was just kind of like – there's like a marketing aspect to it that's different. It's a, a royalties or like um, uh, using samples aspect to it that, to, to like maybe get around like commercially licensing music maybe. It feels like the thing where um, you know how a lot of particularly Netflix shows now will release like season one part one and season one part two uh-huh, uh-huh. when really it's two seasons. Yeah. But it's sure. just like a way to pay people less because well, it's just one season. Like – yeah. 
Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like there's got to be some shenanigans going on, but let's divorce the shenanigans because that's that's all for the record industry. That's you know that's that's the big the fat cats and the big wigs. We're on the outside. We're the we're the regular. We're Joe Sixpack listening to our music here just for the yeah, people. We're Tom dumb as a fucking box of nails right off the street, <laughs> and we're just here listening to the music and giving our opinions. So let's kick it off, Johnny. Let's listen to track one. This is a song called The Force. That's a little bit of the force. Now, Johnny, I know that you're a big Star Wars fan. I know you're watching that Obi-Wan show. So what do you think of someone using the force in a music context? <laughs> well, I hope they got permission from Lucasfilm. <laughs> Seems like maybe that's why it's a mixtape. Um, I, I think now, now if, you, if you're not on the Patreon, you won't have heard this. But if you are, you will have had... I think I had the exact opposite response to the first track on this album than you did to the first track of the album that we listened to for the Patreon. <laughs> um, boy, That's oh boy. Johnny, Johnny is referencing the album that we listened to the Patreon last week, which, by the way, you got to listen to that episode because if you think that's a spoiler, you got to hang, hang on to your fucking seat <laughs> because it's a ride on that album. Uh, hey, if there's, if there's a fucking one way to get me hooked, it's for the first track on your album to be all about Star Wars. Uh-huh, and for sure. Here's another thing that I wrote. This, okay, Star Wars... Uh, it sucks. It's 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 idiot slop for babies. Sure. In the same way that Disney World is. Yeah. It's also the same company. Yeah. <laughs> now, sure. This song is the absolute exact opposite of Tragic Kingdom, which are both basically about the same thing. Oh, okay. Now I'm I'm getting where you're going with this. Okay, I see this. I see the connection here. Tragic Kingdom is a terrible, terrible song. It's 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 stupid and bad. This song rules. Because it's saying, like, Star Wars is cool, and this is how it, like, relates to my life. Yeah. Whereas Tragic Kingdom was saying, Disney is not as nice as it was when I was a kid. And that's it. Which, which, while it may be true, is, like, I don't necessarily know that it's... Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, if if this song was... uh, the prequels aren't as good as the original movies. <laughs> yeah, It'd be like, I shut to, up. Who I cares? I don't even hear that song. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I love the pew, 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 pew. That's pew, great. Pew, the, the laser noises is very fun in this. Also, one of the coolest fucking things that I've ever heard that I cannot believe I had never heard until I heard this album, and I can't believe no one else had said it until 2015, based Windu. I, I, I wrote that down as well. Like, he, Kyle loved giving himself nicknames, which you just simply can't do, but he does it. Uh, I've I noticed that in this album a lot. He's got a lot of nicknames that it appears he does give himself. But based Windu is also very fucking cool. I hope he's the first person to do that, but it's very very fun. I, I, I heard that and I was like, this is the most out of control thing I've ever heard. It's <laughs> it's so good. He also at one point says he's a light skinned Skywalker, and I was like. 
I got what I... he meant by that. But then I was like, are you saying that your skin is lighter than Luke Skywalker? I had to I had to <laughs> that gave me pause as well. I was like, wait, what is okay, okay. I, I had like, to like, you are a light skinned person and you're Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so it's like you're darker than Luke Skywalker. Is it that we're getting into colorism here, it doesn't matter, but it did throw me for a loop here. Uh but base window is just all around a better version of that. Uh which is so Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, here's here's my, my take on this. It's a very fun kickoff to this album. Um, I like all the laser noises. This album's going to be full of little laser noises and video game noises, which is very fun. It's got a cool little outro to it. But but more importantly, I think it's a really great introduction to the spirit of this album, which yes. is like very carefree, very like laughing at himself, very like hey, I'm I'm a nerdy guy, like it's cool. Uh his this is his like second mixtape and his first mixtape. I think the big song on that was called Sex and Super Smash Bros. So mm. his his brand is like being this like I like I like nerd shit, I like video games and I like rapping. But it's not it's interesting too because it's not like a joke. Whereas no. something like uh, the first thing that comes to mind is like MC Chris. MC Chris, exactly, which is which, absolutely a joke. Yeah, and I I like MC Chris too, but it's it's totally different. But it's no, about the same st- stuff, kind of. He he's very serious about the subject matter, but he's also like very carefree, very laid back. It it he is having fun with it, but it's not like it's not presented as like comedy. Like it's just it. I I really like this album. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Because of how much of a good time he is having on this album yeah it's like he's writing serious music but not taking himself too seriously mm-hmm. whereas like mc chris i think is like writing silly music but taking it seriously it's, you know it's like it's like the 100%. opposite yeah um, and, and in, that, in that regard yeah i think that the force is a very very uh fun song it's a very it's a very cool fun kickoff to the album yeah agreed agreed um okay johnny well let's listen to track two uh this is a song called feels good so we gotta get it right so many great nights of me watching you on Skype, but the show is always better when you get to see it live. See, I'm your biggest fan, baby, I'm your biggest fan. I got an ego issue, shawty, tell me I'm the man. Tell me how you feel, I'm just trying to understand. Baby, you do what you want, and I'm just doing what I can. Yeah. Doing what I can, you do what you want, and I'm just doing what I can. Got an ego issue, shawty, tell me I'm the man. Uh, so this this song this song has little like anime like in, interludes and like yeah. a little anime outro thing that's like I don't know what it's from I don't know the anime but it's 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 a, it's like it's a very funny song because it's like a song about like you know it's like a very sexy song about like wanting to hook up with this person <laughs> he's just got little anime clips in there as well. and this is not the first time that Kyle will show his weeb credentials <laughs> I don't think so yeah not so, at all. Well, <laughs> um man this 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 is such a good like chill summer song mm. i i don't know i don't know what it is that makes a song feel like a summer song because there are a couple songs on here that have the word summer in the name but this yeah. song doesn't but it still feels like a summer song and i don't know why i i don't know i mean the, the, maybe the fact that this there's like music being made in la where it is perpetually summer like it yeah. just feels like it's always uh the, the weather's always nice it, 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 something about that like it just it just feels like i can tell when it's an la artist uh, to a certain degree and i'm like oh yeah this is just this is like very 
California vibes. And it's not just because he says like bruh a lot, which mm. which he does. Um, I don't know. I, I also just think that there's like a lot of these songs have at least one line that just kind of like makes me smile where I'm like, okay, that's just like a fun little line. This song has a line in it, which is... Um, I, I a, bet it's the same one. That I, 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 I don't know. Because this one, I, it's, it's just kind of, it's just... It's the line that I love in this is um, you, we should buy a crib on Saturn. I heard real estate is cheap. Healthcare is actually free. You only swim. You never sink. And Dasani comes out the sink where I'm like, that's your gold standard is Dasani. Dasani, <laughs> by the way, Dasani is tap water. It is tap water. So the fact that you're like Dasani out the tap, it's like, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> my My favorite line from this song. I got the magic stick. We should have a magic show. Houdini the Sweeney. I heard you got the magic though. <laughs> that I, I was that was a close second for me. A close Houdini second. the Sweeney is <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. So uh, good. I uh, love the like anime outro. The anime outro is very, very fun. It is a bummer. I mean, I get it, but it is a bummer that he talks about Harry Potter, but this was a while ago. Yeah, he's I, there's a couple things on this album that don't age well, but but I mean the Harry Potter thing, it's like, dude, so many people still talk about Harry Potter to this day. There's so many Harry Potter I know. everything out well, there. And the, the, 2015, it was like, okay, it's Harry Potter. Great. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I mean, he's he's young, uh, Kyle is, but I, you know, this is, he's young and this was seven years ago. So yeah. I think he was pretty young when this came out. And it does definitely feel like an album like a younger person puts out too. But again, again I do kind of love the carefree nature of that. Yeah. Like, He's not rapping about like a lot of serious shit in this album. He's just kind of having a good time. It's like if if it, it, it the the sound and the vibe is very different, but it's kind of like if Khaled w- was like more of a nerd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where it's like I'm just a kid and I'm having a good time making music. It's it it truly does have a very lighthearted vibe, and I and I do love that. And I, I do like feels good. Feels good to say it's a good yeah. it's a good uh, track too. I think for the album. Agreed. Um, okay, well, this spoiler alert, but we're, we're now coming into my favorite um, stretch of the album. Uh, this is track three. Let's talk about it. This is uh, all one word, Summertime Soul. I love the bass here in the pre-chorus. It's like groovy as fucking hell. All right, that is a little bit of summertime soul. Love, love it. Love that groovy bass. Love that driving bass in the chorus. Love when the guitar hits. It got a little disco vibe to it. The song's a fucking jam. I love Dude, this, this song. This song is so fun and funky. Mm-hmm. It's that's that's the only way to describe it. It's just fun and funky. It's great. I love the like. It's a. It's like about kind of a summer fling. Yeah, it, 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 and it's and it's comparing like the nature of that relationship relationship to the nature of summer itself yep it's great perfect subject matter Uh, johnny shall we mention it's got a little robot that's singing doing the robot voice i love that man i love that little robot voice you gotta wait you gotta stick around to the outro of this song and you get that little robot voice it sounds like a computer's playing a guitar it's very fun (laughs) 
<laughs> it's very fun, man. I could I could listen to Little Robot Voice and music forever. I I just think it's it's evergreen to me. I I, I just love a Little Robot Voice. Yeah, we, we I I love a Little Robot Voice and I love a a deep spooky voice. Those are those are my two. <laughs> if we two can make voices. a deep spooky robot, ooh ooh a deep spooky robot. Okay, we might have to get the scientists in the lab on that one. Um. Yeah, Summertime Soul is a very excellent song. It's just like a very it's it's a jam, man. It's it's a it's a bop, it's a jam, it's a really great summer song. Agreed. Um all right, so let's listen to track four, Johnny. This is a track called Don't Wanna Fall in Love. So I'm put him up, ding ding ding, pulling out my heartstrings, ding ding ding. When I'm trying to let go, like it's hard enough to leave you alone with the phone going ring, ring, ring. Please let me go. Cause I don't wanna fall in love. Cause the last time let me go. When she left my house, she ain't even let me know. Nigga, she ain't even leave me know. Part of the reason I'm easily hurt. Part of the reason I'm leaving you first. Part of that part of me give my I fucking love the like synth guitar that's going yeah. out of the background of this verse. I do? Be happy with lies and be sad with the truth. Don't be ashamed. You see, love is a game and I still wanna play. I'm just too scared to lose. You are too. I don't wanna fall in love. But it's it's good, you know. Look, it's just I mean, we're young. We don't need to be all tied down. You make the night feel good. Now, I, honestly, fuck this shit. Uh, yo, this is buggy. All right, that is uh, "Don't Wanna Fall in Love." Um, yeah, man, I, I, this one absolutely slays too. That verse too, where that guitar is just like going crazy in the yeah. background of him of him um, rapping, is so fucking sick. Uh, I I love the chorus. The chorus reminds me of like '90s dance music. Yes, yeah, dude. And and I don't even know like this could be a sample from like. There's another song in here that is a sample from a '90s dance song. Yes, so this, yeah. So it's it 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 does it has that reminiscent feeling to it. I love it. I love all the beeps and boops in this song. The synth. Um, again, he's an absolute weeb. It's out of control. Uh huh. The last song, by the way, blends into this song, yes, too, which is very cool. There's a lot of that going on in this album. Uh, yeah, it's it's a fun, good time, man. Also, song structure um, alert. The 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 song structure here is really interesting. The bridge comes after the first chorus. It's like verse, chorus, yeah. bridge, and I'm like, oh, that's an interesting an interesting way to structure a song. Have you, had you ever heard of Jane Child before? No, never. Me There's neither. so so many people on this album. I had all the producers on this album I'd never heard of as well. Like I'm surprised that her name isn't super duper Jane Child. I, because it seems like everyone else on this fucking album is super duper like someone. Maybe she's not in his crew if she did not get the super duper uh, credentials on her name. The the song basically ends at like 315 and it goes on a little longer. The outro is wild, but it's like full of just like video game effects. Yeah. And it transitions into the next song. Uh, I, I mentioned at the top 49 minutes, 32 seconds on this 13 songs, which is a little long. But a lot of these songs have like weird, interesting outros. To yeah. It. So uh, you could probably cut like I'll be honest, Johnny, you could cut like seven minutes off this album if you got rid of some of those outros. But I, I do really like the way that the songs kind of blend together. I, I agree. I didn't mind it. Um, and it's it's all interesting stuff because it's yeah. all fun beeps and boops. It's not it's not it's not it, nothing. It's very much like it's got that like 16 bit video game music beeps and boops to it. Like it's it's yeah, it's again, it's like it's it's just weeb cred. It's like more and more and more piled onto this album. Did you watch the video for this one? No, not, the videos for these were fine. They were they were a, a little, you know, not like lower budget, like pretty simplistic. Mm. Um, but this is one where he's just like hitting on women and they're like kind of blowing them off. And then he 
this one woman, he's like on the beach with her and she says, I love you. And he kind of goes, Ugh. and then she like uppercuts him into the sky, which is really cool. Like he's just like floating away. Like people are like looking at him as he's floating hmm. away. And then he gets into a boxing match with her, like in, in like act two. And then he beats her in the boxing match, which is like, an interesting take. And then at the end of the video, he's like celebrating and dancing and she just sucker punches him in the face. It's a weird video. I was like, as I was watching, I was like, it's a weird choice to have you winning against a woman in a boxing match. <laughs> he doesn't like punch her, but like she throws in the towel at one point. And he like wins the match. It's Interesting. Just, it's like a, meta, a metaphor, but it's it, it, they were a lot of fun, the videos for this album, but like not really necessary to enhance the album that much. I did like him getting punched into the sky. That was fun. Oh, I mean, we love punching people. Uh, it's up there with smoking and stealing. Or... <laughs> Patreon.com says Bill Bud's Pod if you want to get, understand that joke. Uh, Johnny, let's <laughs> listen to track five. This is Endless Summer Symphony. And then, okay, I still go hard. Super duper as I still my squad. Running through shit in the motherfucking whip like it's Mario Kart. And I just gotta start. Damn, man, that's real cool. I knew I wasn't gonna really need school. She like me, nigga, not you. You're some guy, not that dude. Dude, niggas didn't think it was true. They thought my wishes would never come true. They thought I'd end up like all of my friends. Selling narcotics to pay for my food. <laughs> nah, sorry, no, I don't need dough to feel like gold. So let's be high and they'll be low. And we'll be good, they will start and suck. Yeah, sure. to sweep my way. No memories on the big This, all of this that's happening right now. Yeah, that drop, that drop, and then it's the computer voice, right? We get a little, yeah. we get a little more like computer voice in there. It's it's fucking perfect. This is my favorite song on the album, like hands down. I think that this may have been on my songs of the summer playlist as well. Uh, this song, maybe yeah, M- maybe not. I actually don't remember, but this is. This is one of my favorite summer songs. I fucking I don't even think they ever say endless summer symphony in the song because the 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 part where the chorus would be is just a like a beat drop like dance break part, but man this song is fucking good. This is the second song that has summer in the title. Yeah. Um I do love this all of the sounds, the chip tuney stuff in here. Yeah. Um he references that song that you mentioned earlier, Sex and Super Smash. Um, he does. He likes to reference his own songs. He has another song called Keep It Real from his first album that he references a couple times in this as well. And I think this song samples the song It Takes Two, which is probably a sample of something else. It also samples. Uh, I don't know if it's a sample, but it's the the chorus is KP and Envy uh, song Swing My Way from 1998, which I also oh. listened to. And it's them saying like shorty swing my way. But it's like it doesn't sound like them in the chorus. So it's either a sample with effects laid under it or they just like took that and made it into the chorus. But yeah. Hmm. I think that a lot of the ways like that that mixtapes operate is that they can just get away with using other samples and shit in a way that you wouldn't maybe necessarily do on an album. You'd have to pay royalties on it or whatever. Now that also has me thinking. I know uh, Childish Gambino had a bunch of mixtapes early on, where he would just like rap over indie songs, basically. Like yeah, 
that and that's what it feels like. That that feels like a mixtape where it's just like you cut the vocals out of an indie song and then you just rap over it. I, Drake, I think, had a, a lot of success with mm. doing mixtapes early on as well. Like he kind of uh, there was like a mixtape resurgence in like 2009 that the Drake is credited with as well. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think it's probably you just probably can't make like much money off of them because you're not. Yeah, you just have to put it on SoundCloud. Thing. But but you're doing it for exposure. I feel like this is like a. You drop a mixtape for exposure, and it really worked for Drake, probably for Childish Gambino, and um, you know, to a lesser degree, I think it probably worked for Kyle as well. Yeah, I really love the outro in this one too because it's kind of repetitive, but it's also got that like music swelling behind it, and you have the little mm-hmm. robot voice saying "summer." It's it's a, it's just a fun fun track. I really like this track. Agreed. Um, okay, so let's listen to track six, Johnny. This is really uh, question mark. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Put me on the track and I really got my worst shit sound really good and their best shit's really bad. You the dude, you the dude. Really? Really? Yeah. Super duper cow making moves. Really? Really? Yeah. King Wavy. He's real cool. Really? Really? Yeah. Ain't another nigga that can do it like you. Really? 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 Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. I do <laughs> I do really love that part. I do like how he includes in his song that's like a shout out song and like a call out song. Just, you know, some person being like, no one's going to like this. This is fucking corny. <laughs> Fix your snaggletooth. Like, I think that's very funny to include in this song. Uh, I think this song is very funny. I think the title is really funny and yeah. just like. I, I don't know. It's really, it's funny. It's just <laughs> him going, really? Yeah. is it's it, it tickled me every time I heard it. The chorus is really simple, but the, there's like really fun um, layering going on in the chorus as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does talk about a lot of the other people in his crew on this. Um, uh, he's, uh, he, he uses the N-word a lot, so it's really hard for me to be like, here's a line that I like because it's got the N-word like right in the middle of it. Um, he does compare himself to Wiley Coyote uh, and says that he has the plans. And I'm like... <laughs> his plans were all notoriously bad, famously yeah. bad. Wiley Coyote, he was the one who was getting his ass destroyed at like all times. Like Kyle yeah. watched the first... Uh, th- three minutes of every Roadrunner cartoon and then turned it off. I know enough about this guy. He's going to win. Imagining that you're the Wiley Coyote and that's somehow cool. <laughs> Another one that I really, really, really love in this is how he, he says, I, and I heard this a bunch of times before I looked into it, but as he says is, all I tell ugly is this person's stressing me. You get your brand new white t-shirts distressed. They'll take one in the chest for me. That's why they expect the best from me. And I was like, Who, who's ugly? Like, Because ugly is ca- capitalized. It says that Ugly is his brother. Like, that's the nickname for his brother. And I was like, <laughs> dude, everybody else gets to be, like, super-duper Jesus or, like, Brick. And, like, this his name is Ugly? I hope Ugly picked his own nickname. I also hope he's fucking gorgeous. I hope it's, like, I hope it's like an ironic nickname, like when you call, like, uh, a really tall guy short, shorty or something like that, you know? But otherwise, come on, that sucks. We just started calling him Ugly? Fuck that. Super-duper Ugly. <laughs> Hey guys, can we just call me ugly and stop calling me super duper ugly? Because hey, whatever you say, ugly. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
I, I, another thing that I really like about this, and it's a trend that I'm noticing in these songs, is the back half of the song sounds like it's melting. Like a lot of he's like slows down and like lowers his voice in like the back half of a lot of these songs. And like I really love I really love that like consistent vocal effect that he's he's applying to these songs. Did you ever did you play the original Pokemon games much? Uh, you mean like for Game Boy Color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Red and um, red and yellow and blue and all that. Yeah. Did you ever catch the the glitch Pokemon missing no? Uh-huh. Yeah. That what happens to your game after you catch that Pokemon is what happens to the end of every one of these songs. Absolutely. It's <laughs> it's which fits with this little like video game aesthetic yeah. that he's got going on. Yeah. He encountered a bug in the game and then the song kind of melts. Um <laughs> Yeah, this is just a fun song. It's like a, it's it's funny. He's like shouting people out, he's calling people out like it's just a very but he's also just not taking himself too seriously, right? Calling himself mm-hmm. Wily Coyote is like the perfect example of that. Th- that's truly absolutely incredible. <laughs> Could, couldn't think of like the only worst thing is like, yeah, I'm the I'm the real Elmer Fudd. Like yeah. <laughs> you couldn't think of a single other person that's known for their plans. <sighs> God. Um okay, well Johnny, let's listen to track seven. This is a uh, deepest part of me interlude. too much to say about uh, Deepest Part of Me interlude, except that I really like it, that I like that it's yeah. there. Um, to, to me, when I was listening to this, I was thinking about like, remember how uh, rap albums used to just have like skits on them? I miss a rap album skit. I do, I do too. But the other day we were listening to um, some, I think it was like a Megan The Stallion mixtape or something in the car. And it, w- it had the skits on it, like it had skits on it. And when you just want to listen to music, you don't want to hear the skits. I do appreciate them for what they are, but like they do kind of interrupt the flow of the album. Yeah. An interlude feels like the opposite of that. It feels like a welcome kind of break in an album that I do actually want to listen to. My my note was it really is an interlude and it's it's nice and it's it's like kind of cool and spooky. Mm-hmm. And, and, and video gamey. And, and it's yeah. oh, also yeah. like when you say it really is an interlude, is what you mean? Do you mean like it is like a breaking point in the middle of the album of like Yeah, it does it's like if you're if you're on a roller coaster, uh-huh. you know halfway through there's that section where it'll it'll there's breaks and it'll slow yeah. you down. Mm-hmm. But you're still moving. And you're still going to continue having a good time. That's my, what that felt like. My, my favorite chunk of this album is like Summertime Soul through Really Yeah. And I feel like it definitely, this interlude breaks up that, like, mm-hmm. it, it makes that chunk into what it actually is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then let's move on to track eight, Johnny. This is uh, all one word again. Super duper hero. Yeah, I can lay the pipe like a minor man. I'm a sticky and yeah, like a Spider-Man. Oh, damn. That's a double entendre. Your best superpower is acting like you don't want me. Yeah, these niggas are relevant. You see I've been killing it. I'll send an Uber elephant to get you for the hell of it. Don't want to spend your life at a desk. You want super duper break to the rescue. Yeah. I, I I really like this part. Superman that ho you Incredible. <laughs> incredible. Ah, uh, incredible. 
this album also has these really great like post-chorus like dance breaky mm-hmm. like moments in the album. But yeah, just just throwing in that little soldier boy, Superman, that hoe, you <laughs> so good, so funny. Uh, soldier boy's I, great. I think this song has Mario going "Wee!" <laughs> in it, which is awesome. I think there was another Mario thing uh, earlier on in a clip that we heard too. But yeah, he's using some Mario effects in this as well. That was that was us listening to um, Super Duper Brick's verse. Uh, I really like his voice. Brick is Brick is very cool. Uh, apparently, also Kyle said that when he he met Brick when Kyle was eighteen and Brick was thirteen, and like Brick started like rapping with him and doing production stuff with him. He, he described him as a boy genius, but he always he he like refers to him a lot in this album as the young kid Brick and the boy that boy Brick and stuff like that. So it's like it is very weird to be like, yeah, I'm eighteen and he's thirteen and we make music together. <laughs> like that's it's- that is such a gap. It's crazy that um, both of their first names were super duper and they just happened to meet. That to me is very crazy, but I think it's kind of the area where they're from a lot. It's like a very common name in that area. Um, But Jenny, isn't that wild? Can you imagine being a senior in high school and hanging out with someone who's in seventh grade and being like, yeah, this seventh grader is cool. I'm like, that's wild. No. (laughs) I think it's different when you're like an artistic collaborator because – I think I read that Kyle um, started rapping when he was like 13, when he was like, like, I think it was like young, like 12 or 13. That's when he really got into it. So then to be 18 and meet someone who was your age when you got into it to be like, hell yeah, this guy raps as well. Like, that's great. That's just very funny. I guess it's like uh, if you want to be like a mentor, that's one thing. But to just be like collaborators is, yeah, I don't know. it's, it's, It's definitely like a weird age discrepancy but it doesn't strike me as like it doesn't strike me as like complete because <laughs> what if like a what if like a 40 year old dude was on the song hot cheetos and takis you know it's like a bunch of kids and then it's just like <laughs> the only way that i could excuse that if it's if it's one of the kids like uncles or you know it's like their dad is on the track with them then i get that as well but yeah it is it is a wild it is a wild thing to be like I met you when you were 13 and I was 18 and that's when we started rapping together. <sighs> this The one thing about this song, well, I, ha- I have two criticisms of this sure. song. First, uh, he, do- he does use a, a D word that I don't... Uh, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to use that. That's, uh, yeah, that, I don't love that. That's a slur. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be using it. The other thing, which is less of a real criticism... A lot of mixing of superhero imagery and like video game imagery in this song. It's me, those yeah. are two different things. They're different things, um, but they're like it's all kind of like one, you know, nerd culture. You know, it's all it's all kind of it's all, all culture kind of is the nerd same. culture now. Amen to that, brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. I also think that like um, I I don't I know that Chance the Rapper did that on Acid Rap. I think he used the F slur on. Oh, I mean, he used it a lot, and Childish Gambino uses it a lot. Yeah, it, it it seems like one of those things where I I'm I'm I might get my hope is that rap isn't doing it anymore. But also, I think like didn't DaBaby get in trouble for that as well? Like it it does feel Probably. like pe- people are still doing that like too much, like in an does era. It- where they should know better, you know? Doesn't Eminem say it in, like, Rap God or something? Dude, yeah. I mean, but also, like, Eminem, like, you can't stand by 90% of the shit that he said. Like, not, I, I, all of this stuff, like, ages kind of poorly, but I, I just kind of am looking forward to a future where we're just like, hey, can we just, like, 
what it doesn't need to be there. Like it's not there for anything. Like you're just kind of saying it without really giving a shit about it at all. Just move on, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it sucks. Um, but it, it's it sucks, and it's just like it's just one of those present parts of I feel like especially rap culture that just doesn't need to be there. Like everyone would just do better moving on and moving past it. Just I, I I'd be interested to see if like chance you know in a live show now would say it I, my guess and my hope is that he doesn't because he's trying to be the mayor of chicago one day so it's like he needs to clean up his act if he wants to if he wants to be Lori lightfoot level <sighs> well she's got a bigger dick so good luck chance <laughs> <laughs> by the way i mean I, I think i've said this before i would vote for chance for mayor he can't sure. do a worse fucking job than Lori lightfoot does I'm uh, down. I'm down for only celebrities. Our politicians are celebrities anyway. Let's a, just a, let it be. A fucking wet dipped Italian beef could do better than Lightfoot. <laughs> I actually don't know about that because in my mind, a wet dipped Italian beef is a cop. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, like a, that's like the cop of sandwiches. So it's just like it'd just be like it'd be like the uh, you know the cops right at the cop house. At least it would also give a cop diarrhea. That's true. Do you think that cops salute? Like Al's Italian beef, like when they pass yes. them, they just have to like like genuflect or do a little thing. Like that's their homie. They they put um they put their their lights on, but not their sirens whenever yeah. they drive past. It's like I, hey, apologies if uh, Al's Italian beef is a cab. If you are, more power to you. But it seems it seems like it seems like that's like a cop, primarily a cop hangout. It's a ninety uh, percent of a cop diet is wet beef. <laughs> 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 okay yeah right, we gotta we gotta move on <laughs> uh we gotta move on uh so let's um let's talk about track nine this is a, a track called all for you all cops are beef uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh all cops are beef that's perfect see i know your favorite song i know i'll sing if you love me Play it however you want, baby If it makes you happy Every last bar, bad notes and all This song is all for you When you're in your car Put this track on Tell me you love me too For you, for you, for you, for you this one is all for you, for you, for you, for you, for you. This one is all for you. All right, that is a little bit of all for you. Um, yeah, I mean, we're in the back half of the album. We're like slowing it down. The songs are getting a lo- longer. The tempo's getting a little slower. Um, I, I I like this song. It's like a, it's a nice like slow jam love song. It's also the Super Duper Hero was the first feature of the album with Brick. Mm-hmm. This is the second like feature. It's more of a duet with Yuna. She has like verse chorus. He has verse chorus in this. This is a, this is a uh, it's a fun song. Yeah, I agree. I really liked uh, her. I want to hear more of her just yeah. in general. I really liked her deal on this track. It feels like almost um, like the beginning of the album is like summer start and everyone's pumped. Then when we step on the brakes, it's like that. Um, the the middle of summer where it's like the absolute hottest and the days are really long and it's like oh fuck and everyone's just like sweating Word, yeah. and and you know you imagine in a city they like open up the fire hydrants and mm-hmm. kids are like playing in it and stuff 
The, the, yeah, it feels like summer day into summer night. Like the back half yeah. of the album, sun's going down and like we're like cooling down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like Yuna's stuff on this. Like, she's, she sounds fucking great. Um, I also like the horns when the chorus hits. And in my mind, because the next track is going to be the one featuring Chance the Rapper, these horns here are like Chance's warning horns. Like, <laughs> you know, He's you, coming. Hear the, you hear the horns before you hear Chance. <laughs> We got We have to do chants on the show. We we have to do like acid rap or something. We we just have to cover it. Um, all right. Well, well, Johnny, let's listen to it now. Uh, let's listen to track ten. This is "Remember Me?" Question mark. When I call you on Christmas and you come with excuses and tell me how you're sorry, Kyle, but this year I'm Jewish. Well, last year you was Hindu, and the year before I was Buddhist. To keep from buying me clothes, I bet you probably be a nudist. I probably have my mom's on Mori asking them to prove it. So I put my face on albums, so you'd have to face the music. And when I think about it, it couldn't have been that hard. I didn't need the money, man. I just wanted the cart. But you was always busy. You're like somewhere hella far. But ever since I made it, it seems like you never are. That's weird. I said, you gon' remember me. You say, what's your name again? Friday, don't call me this. All right. I'll rejog your memory. I said, you gon' remember me. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit of remembery, Remember Me featuring Chance the Rapper. Uh, I, I like this song. Again, it's like a slower song. I, I kind of do wish that Chance had a verse on this as well. Uh, he's he's just he's just mm-hmm. doing the uh, the chorus. Um, but I, I, Chance's hook is good. I, I like Chance's hook here. I, I could always use more of like this era Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it is a nice spot for him. Yeah. I do, I do love the line to keep from buying me clothes. I bet you'd probably be a nudist. That's very funny. That whole like string of things is very funny too. It's apparently his dad was his dad is Jewish, but he said his dad like changed religions and he was like he was like his dad was always a different religion. It was you know, and he said they called him up on Christmas one year. Like that's literally true. And his dad was like, I don't believe in Christmas. And it was like, all right, mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is a really cool structure. Like the first uh, verse is like very much about his dad. And the second verse maybe is about like a woman or like a friend. But the whole song is like, you know, you didn't fuck with me then. You can't fuck with me now. I love the line. Uh, Don't try to eat with me now. You couldn't starve with me then. I think that's also a really fun line. Uh, this um, is I think it's important to note. This is the legally required track that everyone must have on an album. Yes. Well, you're talking about your fake friends and the people that couldn't fuck with you back yep. then, and now yep. that you're famous. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 Even on a mixtape. Even on a mixtape, you got to have it. It just needs to be there because if you don't put it there, the haters and all of, or not the haters, but the hangers on, they will win. know that they can get something from you. Yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. will win if you don't put this on your album. So mm-hmm. it has to be there. Um, I mean, this being said, this is not my favorite. If I had to make like a mixtape of my favorite chance features, this is not my favorite one. But no. I, I do because the song is not trying to be like the best song on the album. It is like this is like a slower, serious song about some like real shit. And I appreciate that being here. Yeah, same. All right, let's listen to track 11, Johnny. This is a track called All Right. In my Snapchat, it's all all right. And now I bought the wrong hat. There wasn't a snapback, but show it's all all right. This is close. It's funny how they gunning down niggas overnight. It's my own wind dance, yeah, yeah. Looking tight and worse than niggas like. Nah, no, nah, no. It's not that serious. I don't need 23s on to feel superior. I'd still be happier. Yeah, I still be fine. Cause without the hat or the shoes or the drop top coupe, dude, I'm calling all over. Even if I 
if my job don't really pay me uh-huh. Even if my dad don't ever see me uh-huh. I won't ever waste my time complaining uh-huh. It's all alright All right, that is a little bit of All All Right We got another slow jam on the album Um, Man, I... This is another one that I really fucking dig. I, I really I really enjoy this song as well. Yeah, I, I liked this one. Um, I like the deep voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, this was one, I will say, it's a longer one, and this one kind of felt long to me. It's four the and a half sl- minutes. When the slower songs are long, you just feel... I think this maybe is like the longest, if not the, it second, might be, maybe yeah. the second longest on the album, but yeah, you, you feel the length. Also... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's hard to listen to it, uh, 20 when did this come out 2015 2015 2015 was a very different time than 2022 <laughs> yeah and the sentiment of this song in 2022 is like yeah. yeah i mean i guess i guess if your phone's dead like yeah that's that's can we, fine can we check back in if things are still all right <laughs> yeah yeah like it it just was like uh, I, I do. I here's here's the thing. I'll, uh, in defense of that, the the vibe that I will that that I will say that ages well in this song is the fact that the world is such an awful, horrible, fucking place with terrible things happening at all times. If you spend your whole life thinking about that, you will drive yourself fucking crazy. Oh yeah. And so to be able to be like, dude, bad shit happens, but like I can still try to be a good person and try to enjoy my life. I do enjoy that vibe because like. Man, it's fucking necessary for survival to not just get dragged down to the muck every single fucking day. That's why we make our little podcast. That's why we make our podcast. That's why we do the jokes. Here's the other thing that I'll say. Your job should pay you. That part is not all right. Your girlfriend is a baby. Uh, That's life. You know, your dad doesn't see you. He's got his own choices to make. If your you job's not paying you, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Or do it slower. Way slower. You got to slow your ass down at that job. Yeah, that's right. Take the unemployment. Honestly, do it. Best thing that I ever did. That's why it takes us eight hours to record this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Johnny. Okay. Counterpoint takes us eight hours to record the podcast, but we get two episodes. (laughs) It is funny that that, um, this podcast is your job and it's my hobby <laughs> yeah that's true i have a way of uh, uh a nasty little habit of commodifying my hobbies and i i gotta tell you not the right way to do it not a good life well uh, i i don't know i would love to johnny you have no idea how hard it is being me rise and grind the, it's not. the jpc life <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> All right, Johnny, let's uh, let's listen to track 12, the second to last track on the album. This is Do What It Does, and it's all one word, and it's all spelled all weird. Uh, so here, here's, here's the track. Yeah, this, he, this is from the Bawadaba school of um, <laughs> track titling. The Bawadaba school of track titling. You're, you're not wrong. Here it is. I think I just do some once, and all of you niggas start doing it too. David Autocrat, what's up, Brett? Kurt Angle, theme song, you suck, Brett. Did a couple shows putting on for the dirt. Now me and Sean Trey Burst on start. Fake niggas don't look right at me. The way your bitch just threw it at me, I nicknamed the nerd. And do not speak directly at me if you want to say something at me. That actually works. Hating ass actions don't actually work. I just act like they do. They don't actually hurt. You don't have half of the fictional racks from your raps. Yo, this is not what you're actually worth. The planet here. 
you're on isn't actually ours. If you think your girlfriend can actually twerk, the funniest thing is the laziest part of your brain is a section that actually works. Yo, that would suck if I was you. Good thing I'm not your mom's a thot. Uh, Brick thinks she's hot. I'm pretty sure they fucked. Yo, this is awesome. Okay, that's that's a little bit of do what it does. Uh, this song is this song is fantastic. It's this song is just all flow with a little bit of interlude, and it's like there are some funny parts to it. It's just it's just it's just a fun it's just like a fun song. Um, the constant shout outs to Jesus are extremely funny. It's also funny because I listened to this song, Johnny, for so long. He shouts out Jesus, I think, like 30 times in this song. I did not know that Jesus is like a, a friend of his. Yeah, Super I, Duper Jesus. Super, of course, Super Duper Jesus. Super Duper Jesus is his tour manager, um, who he is also like part of his crew. But when I first listened to the song and I just heard how many times he was like, shout out to Jesus, and shout out to Jesus, and my man Jesus, I was like... Is he like super Christian? Jesus is one of those names that is so specific to yeah. another guy that it's like it's really hard for me to imagine that it's a different Jesus. Shout out to Elvis Costello. I, I thought he was doing I thought he was doing like a bit like a joke on the people that like thank God when they like win like a Grammy right. or whatever, you know. Well, but I mean I think it is too. It is, but yeah. It's but also it's just also, a guy he knows. It's also a person whose name is uh, is Jesus. Can I tell you the line that really resonated with me? I, I, this 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 song is all flow and it's all just like kind of like joke lines. So I, I can't wait. This and this is the first time I've ever really felt represented in this way in a song. Oh oh oh! Uh, now I want to try to guess it. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, I, you said represented. Maybe that's a little bit of. There's just so much in this song. Is it the eczema one? It is the eczema one. Oh, yeah. Dude, this, little... this is like the longest song of flow, and I picked the fucking eczema line. I can't believe I just won. I'm Grand a little prize. eczema boy. Itching for the hands, you have eczema. I mean, you can look right now. They're all they're all cracked. Yeah. I gotta put I gotta put on my steroid cream. Winter is terrible for me up here. Summer's great because I'm a little swamp boy. I need wet skin. The, uh, I, I feel for you, Johnny. It's the, the, the cracks in the skin is some of the fucking worst things. I get the knuckle cracks in the wintertime. I, I, I hate that goddamn shit. I got, if, I got, this whole house is covered in lotion because I can't live that life anymore. There's, uh, there's a, the, the, the only thing that works for me is this super greasy Burt's Bees like hand slop. Huh. But I put it on before bed. But then, like, it's in the bathroom, so I can't leave the bathroom because my hands are too greasy to – because it's not the kind that you rub in. You just – You put it it's on. It's just greasy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, we have like a – what's that called? Oh, God. Now I don't know. But it's I, – I, I would do it on my fingers before I'd go to sleep at night. And mm-hmm. it's just like – it's just grease. It's just like grease yeah. on your fingertips. Yeah. What, you know what we got to do? We got to do like curly in Of Mice and Men. Mm-hmm. We'll just wear some rubber gloves with Vaseline in them. I, I'm close. To, there are some winter nights where I am close to just vacillating up some gloves and going to sleep. I would wake up and it would be fucking everywhere. It just it would never work. There's got to be like there's some like fucking sleep gel gloves that exist that I could that I could go purchase. Beds, Jessica's always sliding out of bed. It's too fucking greasy from all the shit I'm putting on my hands. <laughs> the uh, the the line itching for these hands. Do you have eczema? Is very fun. 
there are phrases that just get stuck in my head that I just love. That I just love the sound of uh, the one of them recently that I just for whatever reason I say all the time is my life like a movie. I don't know why, but I just love saying that. But one that I was really getting a lot of mileage out is catch these hands. I think catch these hands is such a funny way of like saying I'm we're going to fight. Yeah. Um, and around the house, I will say catch these hands, God. Uh, like I'll just shout it up at God a lot. And we're, <laughs> I think I do it because it makes Mariah laugh, and I don't know why I do that, but it is very fun to be like, to to win or like uh, do something that is successful in my life. Like I did the laundry and then I timed it right, and I just go catch these hands, God. Uh, That's very good. Because I want to fight. I want to battle the big man upstairs. Yeah. Hey, God, catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Um, yeah, man. This song's fun. This song is a jam. It's just like. It's funny. It's it's got a really great flow to it. The Jesus stuff is really fun. Like it's shout fun out to song. Super Duper Jesus. Super Duper Jesus is his name. He had to get a group of people to all agree that they were going to go by Super Duper Black, and they were like, "Yeah, well, that sounds cool to us." Super Grouper. <laughs> all right, Johnny. Let's do it. Let's let's hit the last uh, track. This is uh, track thirteen. This is at Found Bay. This is this is Kyle, by the way, with a vocal effect of some sort on. Yeah, it sounds completely different. All right, that's just a little bit of Found Bay. Um, Johnny, what are your thoughts on Found Bay? Um, This was interesting because I was unaware of this Instagram account. So I thought it was a Twitter account. Is it an Instagram account? Well, I guess it could be a Twitter account too, but I did find this on Instagram. Oh, okay. So I tried to find it on Twitter and I found it was at found Bay on Twitter is suspended. Like it's a suspended account. Well, based on what I saw on Instagram, I'm not surprised. Although you can be naked on Twitter and you cannot be naked on Instagram. Oh, so is it, I think I get from context clues. I get what this is. It's just like a, a bunch of, it's just women, right? It's just like an Instagram full of like beautiful women. Yes, but it's like, they're uh, it, it's provocative i'll say it's very provocative like 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 boudoir like no i'll just i'll just go okay. ahead and pull it up for you jpc i can get on instagram i i i truly i thought i knew exactly what it was uh found bay. i was i was surprised by um now wait, which one is it? Is it I found your bay? I th- that I found bay. Oh, okay. So this is it's just like women that, uh, on pools. There's one of a uh, uh, woman Lots of butts. donuts. A um, lot of a lot of butts. Now the th- the thing about this that is sort of funniest to me. If you're if you're looking at these pictures, 
of course, that's great. Have fun. Go with God. Sure. I there is someone that I know from back home who like I follow on Instagram and they'll like repost these things to their stories. Interesting. And not not from this account specifically, but pictures like that. Yeah. And I, I also remember on um when I used to have Facebook, like way, way back in the day, they posted a link and it was just like Here's 2013's like top 50 butt gifts. And I was like, what are you doing on your, on your Facebook? What? First of all, what are you doing? Second of all, why are you, what are, what, like, it's good. Why are you, like, who's, who's like, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for him to drop the 50 best butt gifts. He knows what? where all the best butt gifts are. It's like embarrassing enough if like because there there are Twitter bots that do that for like uh, politicians and stuff that like sure wait to see if they fave like porn shit like on like Twitter. Ted Cruz on nine eleven exactly and they're like well, look what Ted Cruz is up to and it's embarrassing enough to fave it but can you imagine if like Ted Cruz retweeted the butt gifts thing and he was like great compilation twenty thirteen we do best butt gifts best it's, butt I, gifts best year for butt gifts I yeah I don't understand it's it's very funny to me who is the who is the person that is taking like I don't know, like horny shit and like retweeting it to be like, check out this horny shit. I like everyone I know. Just guys being dudes. Wild behavior. It's, it's like, um, that to me goes like even beyond like horny on main. Yeah. And that's like, that's horny insane. (laughs) That's like like turning Instagram or Twitter into like whatever you're doing. Yeah. It, it reminds me of going to like a strip club where it's like you and the boys going to a strip club and it's like, dude, we're all going to get so horny together, but not not together, just in the same place. <laughs> it, it's it's basically it's it's like the guy, the kind of guys that like go to strip clubs or whatever. Great. You're going to strip clubs. That's like your whole thing. Yeah. But then it would be like going over to that guy's house and just having like framed pictures of him in the strip club all over <laughs> his house. And I'd be like, isn't that like a private personal thing that you do? It's like, <laughs> well, it's just like, hey, dude, check this. I just like. <laughs> Just scrolling through his phone of like fucking the shit from the strip club. It's like, why are you showing me this? You know what it is? I I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I had a friend uh, in eighth grade who was so fucking horny, criminally horny, because he's in eighth grade. And oh, you were friends wa- with Prince? Yeah. He would want to look at like porn together. He would be like, come over and like look at this porn that I have. And I'd be like, shouldn't you? we just want to like – look at the porn on our own like can't we be separate looking at the porn or you gotta jerk each other off you know it's like (laughs) yeah yeah the thing the pick a pick a lane yeah but if you're just like well here's the thing johnny i i don't think i was ever i was always like no let's like do something else and maybe like you could look at the porn later uh i was always trying to like soft pivot him away from him maybe he was just looking for the opportunity to be like hey how about we jerk each other off and he just didn't get there because i was like i was doing some soft blocking like no thanks no thanks no thanks stuff thanks but Um, no thanks and missed opportunity thanks but no wanks that's probably the only time in my life that i could have been jerked off by an eighth grader and felt like this is okay Unless you're collaborating musically and then it just sort of comes up. <laughs> Kyle, you fucking perv. Um, but yeah, this song is Super just about pervert. two guys. It's like two guys singing about how they like to like look at women on their phone and get real horny about it. And it's such a weird thing. Yeah, who, who can't relate, you know? <laughs> it's such a weird thing for a song to be about. Um, 
Yeah, I, this is maybe the one song on the album that I'm like, not really for me. I like the other slow jams better. I'm not really sure who Jesse Rutherford is. And I don't really get the subject matter. But other than that, it's a fine song. Well, also, the the version of this album was called Smile Extended, uh, like in parentheses. So I was like, oh, maybe this is a bonus track and this isn't part of the mixtape. I, I could not find any non-extended version of this Same. album. So I, I didn't know what... Maybe that's what this is, uh, but yeah, I, I I truly don't know. The, can I tell you um, when I was looking at the lyrics, uh-huh. bef- and when I, bef- you know, I had listened to the song but wasn't really paying attention, and then I looked at the lyrics, and I was like, oh, there's the the co- sort of cover photo of this track. It's a picture of a woman, and then I saw that it's Kyle and Jesse Rutherford, and I was like, oh, this this woman must be Jesse Rutherford. Sure. Uh, it's not. Jesse's no. a guy. Jesse's just, Jesse's just a horny fella. This oh, woman, horny looking at this woman. This woman is in the video. I don't know who this is. I mean, this this is this could also be who was the uh, the woman that was featured earlier on um on all for you. Uh, Yuna. No, this is just a woman who's making these boys horny. This is a woman who's featured in the video, um, in the video for the one where uh, Kyle gets like punched under the clouds. I don't even remember what that mm. video is, but that that's I don't know why the image is for her, but because it's for a different video. But that's who that is. But I don't know who that is. That could be like a person. That, I don't I don't know. Um, e- either way, uh, they're super yeah, duper horny. Super duper horny. Well, Johnny, that's that's the whole fucking album. That's smile. That's the whole mixtape. That's the whole album. Uh, so let's get into it. I mean, this. Christ, it feels like a Patreon episode, um, but it wasn't. This was the main thing. It did chart. So it, we do have a duty to do. Um, do we recommend this album to uh, to our listeners? And would you put it on your top 100 albums of all time? Here's the thing. I would 110% recommend this album. It's great, especially this time of year. We're breaking into summer. Yeah. You go, you go out to your grill, you put this album on, everybody's going to have a good time. I think it's a good time, summertime album. I, I agree with that. Would I put it on my top 100? Uh, I think in a different world mm. where I had th- thought things through a little more, this could be in the 90s. This could be. I didn't do that. You didn't do that, Johnny. Not in, not at all. Uh, and and I, I, quite honestly, I don't know that even in that world where I planned better, this would make it. Yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic album. I don't think it's one of the 100 best albums for me, but sure. I will definitely revisit it. It's it's great. It's great. Um, there's nothing. There's some some albums just don't make it, and and Ashley Simpson does. And what are you gonna do? I, and I don't know. Just just to do a quick check, uh, Johnny, have you listened to that Ashley Simpson album since we recorded that episode? No, no, I have not. It does not surprise me. Uh, not in the slightest, not at all. Okay, so well, that's fine, Jenny. So this one's not going on your top 100 albums of all time. I mean, you, look, the top 100 albums of all time, that's sacred. That's personal. That's, yeah. Uh, it's, it, but here's, the, here's what I will say about this. This is a great album. It doesn't really have any skip tracks on it. The, that last track is maybe not for me, but it's like it's not offensive, and it's in the right section of the album mm-hmm. with all the rest of the slow jams in it, so it's it's fine. Man, there's a lot. I have a lot of fun when I'm listening to this album. This is a great walk in the dog album. Mm-hmm. I fucking when Endless Summer Symphony comes on, I dance. Like if I'm if I'm just out walking, I'm like fucking stepping around and I'm having a good time. This is a good 
dance album. And it's an album that has stuck with me for many years uh, because of how much I love its vibe. I was thinking, I was like, look, if it was top 200 albums of all time, it would definitely have a place, I think, for me. But then I was like, top 100, come on, can it? And then I was really thinking about how much I actually listened to this album. And if I'm using that as a metric, not just how much I enjoy listening to this album, like in theory, but how much I'm actually putting that into practice, this is definitely going on my top 100 albums of all time. Wow. And I, I don't know, man, I, I could be I could be off base here. This could be a, an area where I can't go, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to say 58. That's you can put it at 58. 58. Okay, cool. I'm I think it's a I think it's a I think it's like upper 50, but this is a great this is one of my favorite summertime albums and I think 58 is like the right spot for it. Now, 300 episodes from now, I could be absolutely fucking wrong about that, but right now I'm pretty confident with 58. Hey, what episode of the show is this? Oh god, does it really matter? Let's no. see. I can tell you. I can tell you, Johnny. Hold on. This is episode 40, no, 50. This is our 50th episode. Isn't oh, wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Great job. <laughs> we made it. Uh, uh. Hey, you could you could find out maybe, I, I found out maybe 30 episodes in that I had already fucked up so hard. So That's true. Yeah. I still have not found out that I fucked up hard. There is a big, there's like a big chunk on my list that I can't access anymore because of how many, um, I don't even remember what it is, but I've got like 10 albums in a row there. But I I do know that I have fucked up. You know what I should do? If I were smart, I would just start putting every album on here so I could fill up my <laughs> list. And then, I don't know, start over? <laughs> you get a new list when you hit 100. You get, a new, you get your like, second tier top 100 list. Uh, well, look, that's a, that's our review of uh, Kyle's Smile from 2015. We both liked it. We both endorse you listening to it. Hey, another thing that I endorse, we, we hinted at it. We've been hinting at it all day. Go join the Patreon, patreon.com slash billbudspod. Give us a dollar if you like the show. You get a free bonus, not free, you get a, a, a thing that you paid for, a bonus episode in our off weeks. And Johnny, we are so, so dangerously close to these Garth Bulls. So yeah, so 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 meet us there. I think June is the, the month. This We're in June now. June is the month of the Garth Bull. I really want to eat it with my friend Johnny. And there's no better time to eat a big, hot, tortellini-filled abomination than the middle of summer. Oh, baby. I could, I could taste it now. Uh, all right, Johnny. Uh, anything else that you like to plug? Uh, no. Hey, I when this nothing. episode comes out, if you are um, in Los Angeles, uh, Hey Riddle Riddle has a live show, I believe, this weekend. Uh, so if you want to come see a live show or if you just want to see like a live stream of that show, it's uh, heyriddleriddle.com slash live. Um, and that's where you live for our live shows. And then you can uh, you can buy a ticket to that. So that's the literally the only thing I have to plug. Otherwise, hey, reach out to us on social media. We're everywhere at Bill Buds Pod, uh, BillBudsPod at gmail.com if you want to send a note to the show. And if you sign up for the Patreon, you can join the Discord or if you just message us on twitter and say hey i'd like to be in the discord we'll let you in there as well um cool man with that we tip our hats to you and we wish you a fond farewell tonight we're hanging with the boys yeah we're going we got the bill bucks getting stupid and feeling proud got jpc make a lot of noise turn the music loud johnny omara hands up for them real ones them good girls and them bill bucks Them real ones, them good girls, them real ones.